Gilbert, it's that time in the NFL offseason where free agency's over. Well, free agency's still going, but the, the hard time of free agency is is past. The draft is now gone. Now all you get to is OTAs, rookie minicamps, all that stuff. But Gilbert, it feels like the the teams still have holes. The Chargers still have holes to, that they need to to maybe address now with uh, free agency. Last year they did it, Gilbert. They got guys like Bryce Callahan. They got uh, Kyle Van Noy. They filled some. They were able to get some guys that really contributed. Morgan Fox that contributed to the team. Now we're going to talk about uh, how the Chargers can now this year how they can uh, replace some of the guys that maybe they're some spots that they they know that they need to add players to. Yeah, you know, you reminded me last week saying, remember when they got Bryce Callahan and uh, uh, I'm already blanking on the Patriots guy name. I shouldn't blank on his name. But, uh, Van Noy, Kyle Van Noy. Shout out to Kyle Van Noy. He's been on the show. My bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was that time of year where you get them late, productive veterans that help you out, you know, have experience, help out the younger, the younger uh, players, the ones that, you know, they know the game and they have to wait their turn after the draft. Like, like they're not part of the second or first wave of free agency. Yeah. And then you get to that point. Like, you know what? Let's take our chances in the draft. And then the draft doesn't roll your way. You get those type of guys. So it's a good time to talk about remaining holes because, you know, no roster is perfect. Uh, even the Chiefs and the Eagles have some holes, uh, you know, small ones, but they're, they're there. And then the other thing, Fernando, uh, real quick, uh, it's good to see people, uh, you know, enjoyed our uh, our draft recap last week of the Chargers because uh, some people did not like our Quentin Johnston takes there. We, I don't think we were being that harsh. We were being realistic. But, you know, he does fill a need, Quentin Johnston, but I, I don't think he fits that immediate need. But we'll discuss holes or needs uh, on this episode. Yeah, so definitely uh, there are some that these guys need. And honestly, last year I thought it was the best – after free or after free agency in the draft, I thought last year was the best uh, production of the charge of God night of guys that they've gotten late in the off season. Uh, maybe Brandon flowers a couple of years ago, back in like 2014 was another one. But other than that, they really got some good production out of these guys last year. And uh, obviously this year they're going to be looking for, uh, I have three positions of need um, that I think they're going to be looking at, especially with uh, what they have coming up. But uh, number one, the other safety position, Nazir Adderley uh, ended up retiring. Everybody was surprised he retired. And uh, Derwin James kind of told us that at the draft, yeah, he had some complications. He just, he thought he was done. So he ended up uh, retiring. So now what's going to happen to that other safety spot? Well, they could go with Alohi Gilman, but Alohi kind of feels like more of a reserve player, a guy that comes in when Derwin jumps down to the box. So he's more, he knows his role. So I don't feel like they'll go that way. If they want to fill it within the team, JT Woods, remember they drafted him last year out of the third round in Baylor, from Baylor, and he's big, he's lengthy. The only thing is his tackling ability is kind of what lacks. And uh, maybe he improved that in the offseason last year. He was hurt a lot, so uh, they didn't bring uh, – he didn't end up uh, playing. He played in like two games, and it was mostly on special teams. But maybe that's where they go. Now, uh, June 1st is the period where – I think you can sign players and they don't go against uh, compensatory picks. And I don't think you have to get, you don't guarantee their contract, I believe. Um, so one name that I think uh, is realistic after that, after that June 1st date is John Johnson. John Johnson got paid under uh, Brandon, Brandon Saley. He really developed under Brandon Saley. He got paid by the Browns, had a career year. Why not bring in a guy like him to uh, come in here and, uh, um, 
who come in here and and uh, know what he uh, what he has in um, what he has on the defense. So that's definitely why uh, I feel like um, I feel like the Chargers could end up bringing him in. And uh, but yeah, that's those are those are kind of some things. I'm well. That's one position, Gilbert. Uh, that I have. I don't know what you think yeah. about. Um, before before you continue, before I forget the positions and the players, uh, you know, let me chime in here. And and I feel like uh, with secondary, it is a big need, and especially at safety after surprisingly you know, retirement of Nazir Adderley. And I think you got it right, Fernando. Uh, JT Woods and Alohi Gilman feel like rotational players. They feel like if they play uh, like starting snaps, they might hurt you more than they can help you. And and I like Alohi Gilman. He's been on a steady a rise of production and improving every season. You know, when I first, you know, when he first got there, when I was still covering the teams, what I meant, uh, he had a big role right away because remember Derwin just got hurt his rookie year yeah. and he was struggling mightily. Then that second year, you know, he, you know, he was doing better because he wasn't playing as much and he's a playmaker too. And I think he's an aggressive uh, uh, tackler too. But if you can't really, you know, patrol the, the deep part of the field, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get burned. And Derwin, and, and Derwin James has to help out if you're not doing your part in the deep part of the field. And you know Derwin James at his best when he's roaming the field, being the playmaker, defending the tight end, uh, rushing the passer, whatever you could think of for Derwin James, he does it. But if he's playing babysitter, it's going to hurt you. And then can you really trust JT Woods? And you want to see, at, uh, Fernando, was he a second round or third round pick? I'm already blanking. Third, third round pick because the second rounder went to uh, That's right. the Khalil Mack trade. Mack trade. Yeah. So there's still high expectations and you want to see what he has. But when it's such a critical big year, you can't rely on guys to to pan out. So you're right. John Johnson is the way. Uh, and, and I totally agree with what you're saying right there. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, um, that that's the thing is that do they feel like JT Woods done enough to kind of go in? Because, I mean, when you're like when you're they're running the football against you and you're not doing a good job, you're going to have to. Uh, you're going to have to have safeties that are going to be able to help and tackle. And I don't know if JT was going to do that. Uh, next, Gilbert, it's a little bit of a surprise, but not really. If you really think about what's been going on this offseason, the running back position. And it's not just uh, with Austin Eckler, uh, obviously um, asking for a trade and everything to get a new contract, but it's also who's going to be running back too. I mean, they've had, they have, I know that Brandon or uh, Tom Telesco said that they love the guys on the roster. But I mean, let's be honest. Anytime that uh, Joshua Kelly gets going, he ends up getting hurt. He then uh, he just takes him a while back to get recovered. Uh, you have Larry Roundtree, who hasn't really shown much except for those two first weeks of his rookie year. And then uh, the other guy is uh, Isaiah Spiller, who may have a chance just because we didn't really get to see what he was last year. But uh, that's um, we'll see what happens there. But say that the Chargers do trade Austin Eckler, and then Dalvin Cook gets cut from the Vikings, could they end up going and getting a Dalvin Cook, bringing him in, paying him obviously the minimum? I don't think they'll pay him like a whole much. Like they'll probably have to pay him three million dollars or something like that, not something big. But uh, that'd be interesting to see Dalvin Cook with this roster. But uh, but is Dalvin Cook like Austin Eckler? Are they kind of on the downhill of their careers? That's going to be interesting to see, but uh, I definitely think that running back is a position uh, that they need to take a look at. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, again, I'm agreeing, but just for the sake of offering something different, one thing that stood out to me during the draft, Fernando, is another running back that needed to be traded, another running back that went before Austin Eckler, DeAndre Swift, of the mm-hmm. formerly of the Lions to the Eagles, and that to me, I can't figure out what it was. Is it is that the Eagles or, or teams consider Swift a better player than Austin Eckler? Or was that the Chargers saying, we're not going to give up Eckler? He's too valuable to go for like a, what was it, a fifth round pick, whatever Swift went for. Or I don't fifth. Even, yeah, something fifth, crazy yeah. like that. 
Like, yeah. so it could be either the, the Chargers are going to hold on to him for that value, and you're gonna not going to find a better deal than that. So might as well keep a disgruntled Eckler. Or teams are saying, you know what, we don't we don't want to deal with a guy who's small. Uh, whatever I forget the year, six, seven years. Well, uh, I think Swift is also younger than Austin. So. He is younger and he's yeah. bigger. He does yeah. in, has injury concerns, but when he he's not when he's not injured, he's very productive. But you will you will kind of make the debate that Eckler is more productive when he's and he's reliable. He's healthy. He's a dynamic two way player. So that to me was kind of you know I was wondering what's going on there. But it, it tells me more that they're going to keep Austin Eckler and Austin Eckler is going to be your bell cow again. That's going to be trouble because he's gotten two hundred touches carries i think that's the cats if you hear that 200 carries the last two seasons i remember fernando he had a dynamic 2019 season and i yeah. checked he had like 132 carries so they're really yeah. increasing the workload and you can't be having eckler being the number one back or you could be the number one back but you need another guy to step up and it's been a, uh, like a big headache for the charge the last whatever three or four years Yep, no, completely agree. Uh, last one is slot cornerback. Why is this important? Because obviously uh, the Chargers had a good one last year in Bryce Callahan. Now, will they bring in Bryce Callahan? That's going to be interesting to see if they bring him back or if they decide to go with Jazier Taylor. Jazier Taylor started playing uh, cornerback for them at, at, at one point last year. They really like, I think he was either, a, I think he was a seventh round draft pick or sixth round, no, sixth round draft pick for them. Uh, I think they really like Jazier Taylor. I feel like they think that, um, he could be a future, a, a good slot corner for them. And, uh, but I mean, I still thought maybe they bring in Bryce Callahan, maybe they look elsewhere, but, uh, but I'm definitely interested to see what they're going to do with that slot corner position. Cause Tom Delesco said we're comfortable at that position, but he didn't really give, obviously he didn't give any names. He didn't say anything. Brandon also didn't really say much, but you kind of have to think that they might have to bring in somebody just cause. Um, I mean, yeah, Jaws years there, but what happens injury wise, or you just never know with this team, uh, anything can really happen. Yeah. It's a very thin, uh, cornerback group because overall, and, and you, you don't even know what's going to happen with JC Jackson. If he's not there. You lose some of that flexibility of what to do a slot cornerback. And can you rely on Michael Davis to have that great, uh, second half of last year? Can do it again. Can Asante take the next surge? And, you know, I feel like there's a lot to be to be uh, determined there, and we'll find out. But before we leave, Fernando, uh, one that I kind of want was hoping to mention, but I think you put me at ease with this one, inside linebacker. I feel like Eric Kendricks was a solid addition for experience, and maybe he still has something left to give. But in coverage, he wasn't that good last year. He took a step back, and then you can't really rely on Kenneth Murray either. He declined the fifth-year option. And then we started talking about the kid, the rookie, Henley, I think Washington State, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you like his upside. I'm going to throw him in a story that's going to come out. I want to say, actually, it'll probably be out already by the time you watch this video. SI.com, I, I, I ranked the second round, third round picks who might be impact players for the respective teams. And I got Henley on there. So you talked me into it. I checked the stats. I checked some highlights. This guy's a tackling machine. And he's just scratching the surface because he started as a wide receiver in college. They were experimenting, and then he just flourished at tack. I mean, a linebacker. So yeah, you might get something there. So th maybe that's why it's not a pressing need for you inside linebacker. Yeah, no, and I mean, obviously, Derwin sometimes plays inside linebacker. So I thought, well, there's your fourth one, um, if you if need be. But yeah, no, I definitely think Henley's going to be. Uh, I think he's going to be a bigger part of this defense and what they're saying. Because why would you draft just? Uh, oh, he plays good on special teams. You don't draft a special teams player in the third round. So unless you're the who's who took a kicker, the 49ers, one of those yeah, teams. Jake Moore. Yeah, exactly. So uh, but yeah, so obviously those are the the uh the needs that the Los Angeles Chargers have, according to Fernando and Hilberto.